When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Welcome to WCW Retro. This is the place to be, folks. We talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, so much more. You never knew it's going to come on. It's half the fun. And this is the final WCW Retro podcast of 2022. Um, we're ringing in the year, year of 2023. Uh, very excited to be part of that. And tonight, uh, we'll be discussing a little bit about the 2022 review, as well as other wrestling news, as always. And uh, taking callers in. And callers, anytime you want to call in, give your feedback, you can do so at any time during tonight's live WCW Retro Live podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And that's a special shout-out for Spotify and iTunes listeners as well. I love you guys. Appreciate your support. As well as uh, uh, the support you guys are viewing and also with com. Be sure to Catch all the great podcasts we got here at DVCNation.com as well. Uh, for example, uh, In the Room this past uh, Tuesday night oh, it was a tremendous. We had the, the drunken episode. It was a really a lot of fun. Um, but be sure to catch us every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for In the Room. Uh, and all the other great podcasts we got here 
www.thewrestlingtees.com. Support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at prowrestlingtees.com slash VOC Nation. Get your favorite VOC Nation uh, t-shirt, including one of WCW Retro and one of your Australia Papa Stroh, the fourth face of Stroh. Speaking of merchandise, I got merchandise on sale on my official website, uh, thestro.com slash merchandise. That's dot com slash merchandise. Get your uh, favorite Papa Stroh uh, t-shirt and merch uh, for that coming year, 2023. Um, also, for a sm- social media recap, um, you can go to uh, my official website, of course, thestro.com. Of the latest happenings and uh, social media links and outlets uh, on Facebook at Stro the Maestro, Twitter at Sign the Stro, Instagram at Stro Maestro. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys. I'm trying to hit that thousand or plus mark on subscribers so I can do more uh, so, uh, super chats with you and be more socially active with YouTube. But uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, guys, at youtube.com slash Stro Maestro. Uh, just look for me at Stro Maestro on YouTube. Uh, also, I'm on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash RealPapaStro um, as well. And for bookings, I'm taking all kinds of bookings these days for upcoming year. Um, uh, voiceover, commentary, uh, wrestling, uh, narrating, uh, motivational speaker, stand-up comedy, uh, autograph signings, conventions, Comic-Cons, seminars, uh, plus a whole lot more. I do so much uh, charities, events, uh, radio, podcasts, etc. Hit me up, strofoy at yahoo.com. S-T-R-O number four Y-A at yahoo.com. Let's talk business. Also, we'd like to be a special guest in the upcoming episode of WCW Retro. Let's get you some exposure here on the podcast if you will. Hit me up as well, wcwretro at yahoo.com. Um, and thank you for our supporters and listeners from around the world. Much appreciated. You guys are the very best. Love you guys so much. Uh, yeah, thank you for our love. Uh, with that, let's say I see the colors are lining up. We're going to take our first commercial break. And when we come back, uh, we'll kickstart the final episode of WCB Retro Podcast of 2022 right here. So stay with us, folks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, 
former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali, to let you know you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays. 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights. 9 Eastern on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to WCW Retro and Papa Show here to Maestro Wrestling and this is the last podcast of 2022 for WCW Retro as we enter the new year of 2023. Uh, a lot of exciting things to look forward to in the upcoming year as well, but tonight we're uh, 
you know, the recap, if you will, of 2022, plus talking more wrestling news as well. And with that, uh, let's uh, get first caller for the evening, and I think it's my brother Chaz from Chicago. Chaz, how you doing, brother? Good to hear from you. Joe, how are you? Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Same, same to you. Absolutely. I hope your Christmas was great. Yeah, nice and quiet. It's the way I like it. It was just Amy and myself, and we, you know, we didn't have to worry about uh, seeing the same family members that you see once a year, and once a year they get on your nerves. So it was nice. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, what what a year 2022 has been. Oh my gosh, it's been crazy. It's been interesting, hasn't um, it? Yeah, I mean, gosh, well, well, gosh, where would you like to begin <laughs> as far as 2022? You know, I, I'll tell you what, 22 to me, it's just been an interesting year in that, uh, you know, it's, it's been a roller coaster in, in a lot of ways, you know, a lot of good, some bad, and, you know, some that you just look at, at what's going on and just shake your head and go, what the hell is this happening? Right. But, I mean, in terms of in right. terms of professional wrestling, uh, again, it's been, it's been a, an interesting year. I mean, it's been... It was slow at times. It picked up, and um, you know, it looked like it, it. It looks like it's going to be ending on a on a decent note. It's going to be interesting to see Cena come back out of uh, whatever self-imposed exile he's in. Oh wow! Yeah, they, they got, yeah, they got the big tag match, right? SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the highlight uh, in terms of a breakout. Star for 22 had to be it has to be MJF. I mean that kid really proved himself this year. Oh, by and far. he is he's Absolutely. in my opinion the best heel in the business right now, bar none. Yeah, I mean it, that would be that'd be hard to uh, to argue with right there. I mean, and now he's heavyweight heavyweight champion. I mean, what a journey. Oh yeah, I mean you know they're. Uh, some of his detractors are trying to call him a carbon copy of Roddy Piper, but he's not Roddy Piper. He doesn't have Roddy Piper's vibe. He reminds me of Bockwinkle, and he'll hold that title yeah, for as long as he wants it. Like, that's a bad thing. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, who, who wouldn't want to be honest oh. if he compared to Roddy Piper? My God. Oh, agreed. One of the best. Agreed. But, you know, people these days, I don't know, like they said, people are strange these days. It's like they're... They're angry if you're successful, and and they just want to be negative. I mean, that, my my thing this year is to is to just take out the toxicity. I mean, I don't need toxic people around me. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh, I, you know, I mean, in today's society, I think Bobby Heenan would have a, would have had have had a heyday. <laughs> oh, mentality. absolutely, especially when he, they, you know, oh my gosh. you get people that. You get people that come to you going, hey, can I, can you, will you? And as Bobby Heenan always said, a friend in need is a pest. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. man. That's like, I mean, if I had, right. a, if I had a dime, if I had a dime for everybody that asked me to get them a free autograph of Paige or Soraya when I went out to England, I'd be a half a millionaire by now. Oh, I'm sure. Chaz, can you get me that? What are you stupid? No, I'm not. I could, but I'm not. I'm going out there to work. 
there were only two people out of everybody that hit me up that didn't ask for an autograph. They got gifts. Everybody else got nothing. Right. See you later. My <laughs> wife didn't ask for an autograph, but she got a, a, a she got a butt ton of gifts, as usual. Otherwise, I won't be letting the house. And uh, <laughs> and Soraya was nice. Soraya was nice enough to make her a cameo. She did a nice little twelve right. second video shout out for Amy. So that was nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then our our friends, um, they didn't want anything from the wrestling. They wanted me to pick them up something from Harry Potter. I'm like, I can do that. Not a problem. <laughs> but, you awesome. know, again, my high, the highlight of my year was working out in England. My first international oh, sure. booking. I mean, I was treated like a star. <laughs> I was only one of yeah. I was only I was only one of four Americans that were on the card. I was the only manager on the card. You know, that to me wow. that was um that was more than I ever expected. And you know, I went out there and I did my thing, I did my job and we um we gave a good accounting of ourselves and the fans were into it, so that that's all that really matters. I mean, but the production at WAW, I know I'm gonna sound like a broken record a second to none. I mean they had they had everything. They had uh a huge gorilla position. They had full video. I mean, they had a, a a mini a mini television crew working the video. So I mean, the video that was streaming that's on that's uh, available on demand now was you know top notch. They had smoke. They had pyro. They had uh, a capacity crowd of over a thousand people. I mean, what more could you ask for? Mm-hmm. That that's, you know, that's amazing. I I remember the other week when you were talking about it. It was just uh, it was just amazing. You, the detail you're giving, how great things were going for you down that way. I mean, gosh, I, I oh yeah, that that's oh that's most definitely, awesome you know. And the fans were very receptive. I mean, everybody dressed professionally. Thank God nobody dressed in the indie ripping style of a ripped up T-shirt and a pair of jeans while they were at a meet and greet. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> everybody was in a everybody was in a suit. Everybody was dressed nicely, and you know, you look professional. You're going to be treated that way. Oh yeah, I, I I had someone uh, tell me the other day. He's like, you know, once once you dress like once you dress like the other wrestlers and stuff, and that's it, like, you know, as what does the wrestler dress like? <laughs> Some back question. I mean, slobs. We're we're very diverse, you know. Slobs <laughs> yeah, primarily. I've seen some of these kids that walk in the locker rooms. It's like, what are you homeless? As a it, if if you expect me walking to an event with holy jeans and and all that, oh, I know. It's either that or they, it's either that or they walk in with the shirt tie combo from Poles. Oh my God! What is that? Yeah. Oh, I know. Back it's in the my day, shirt and tie combo. Like, <laughs> Bill Watts with a Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, twelve years ago, that monochrome stuff was in with Regis Philbin, but eh, thanks for playing. Fashion has moved on. Right. Oh my God! Um, that, was, that was my highlight. I mean, the highlight is a uh, God. The highlight, just watching you know professional wrestling. There were a couple of, of really big spots. I mean, WrestleMania is always WrestleMania. Uh, you know, I, I, you watch that card for if you don't, if you don't watch that card trying to act like you're, uh, like you're a booker, you'll enjoy it more. Just you know, watch it for what it is. Enjoy the matches that are presented, and if you don't like something, then don't worry about it. Move on. Well, we got WrestleMania was a a highlight. 
Yeah, we have Mr. Hollywood joining us. Uh, maybe you could maybe help us out here, Mr. Hollywood. We're doing like a 2022 in review here. And uh, what what anything in particular this year that stands out to you, brother? Oh man, how you doing, Professor Maestro? And hello to to all the guests and all my friends on the line of WCW Retro. What's yeah, we got there, that Chad Morita here in the line from Chicago, man. Oh man, oh what up, what up from Mr. Hollywood? Well, I'm, I'm giving my spin on it for his highlights. Um, um, so it's like uh, what I what I really enjoyed. I mean, knowing I love professional wrestling. Um, I, I just, I've been really enjoying Pop Show, you know, your um, on your wrestling podcast because I love you have a you have a platform where you talk about um, professional wrestling, old school and new school. It's it's quite unique. I mean, it's really unique. I find that very impressive. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's always a pleasure having you on here, brother. Always yeah, great having yes, Hollywood uh, here on WWE Retro yeah. now. Yeah, Absolutely. I love. It. I mean, like I said, because you know, you got. I mean, the, the host. I like. I like the host setup of, of, of your wrestling podcast. is is, is very unique. And I mean, and I mean, I don't have any. It's like I was watching that. I was watching SmackDown one Friday night, and when I compare that, and I can say it was a lot of. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a lot of action packed wrestling. Don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm mm-hmm. stuck in that old school. I'm still stuck in that old school mode because it's it's totally different. I mean, between now and then, like we look at. Um, the old WCW, NWO, even WWF or AWA or ECW. I mean, um, mm-hmm. look at that and look at it now. I mean, to me, it's, it's totally different. Me, I still like old school. I mean, I can relate more to right. old school. I mean, so, I mean that. Hey, that's just me, though. You mean? I mean. That's oh yeah, me. yeah. Jazz and I were just touching up a little bit on that earlier about yeah, just you know the way things are now and the way things used to be, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean to me, I mean to me, like I said, don't get me wrong. Like I said, professional wrestling today, um, don't get me wrong. Like I said, it's, it's, it's very exciting to watch. But like I said, I just think that old school is better. Now, one thing I will say, um, if, if I had to do like a comparison, I would as far as my first choice for professional wrestling, I would say AEW. I mean, I can I can I can relate more to AEW. I mean, I don't know a lot of the wrestlers there, um, but I can definitely relate to AEW more than. Any other wrestling platform, platform, you know what I'm saying? Versus versus the well, WWE. Well, speaking of AEW, Chaz was just telling about how uh, you know you got to meet you know current AEW star Soraya. They were in a trip to England, UK. Wow. Who were there this past year? And which uh, I mean, you could you could ask him himself here in a lot during the show right now. I mean, he uh, he just had a tremendous time, tremendous tour there. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I've known God. I've known Soraya since she was 19 years old. Right before wow. she signed with WWE, is when we wow. first met, and I managed her mother. And uh, you know, we've stayed in touch over the years. But I'll tell you one thing: she did out in England for the whole Fight Mare weekend is her accessibility to the fans. I mean, wow. that girl didn't stop until everybody that wanted a picture with her got one. And every autograph was signed. I mean, she was just a workhorse. You know that. You know that. It's funny. It's funny you say that because I mean that. I I mean I I really like hearing stuff like that. I really do because, uh, you know, when you look at you know, um, not so just so much professional like actors, whatever. You know, a lot of them. You know, you, you ask for the autograph. You mean they pretty much someone was just stuck on themselves. 
But you know, by the same token, though, you you get that ten percent no matter where you go, because you get the ten percent yeah. of talent that acts like that, but you also get that ten percent of fans that are sure. unreasonable. I sure, mean, you know, right. there were you had a couple of fans, not many out there. They were they were charging, I think it was thirty pounds or thirty five pounds um, for a photo op and an autograph together. And oh, they were going, oh, 35, well, 35 pounds is about $40 U.S., given oh, okay. the, the current exchange rates. And they're like, oh, um, 35 pounds is, is kind of steep. And I, I laughed at one of them, and I, they didn't like me, but I don't care. I'm a heel. Um, I said, are you nuts? I said, if you had to come to the United States and go to a Comic-Con and pay for this package, it'll cost you 200 Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. And you're getting it you're for 35 mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. And, of course, you know, they try to insult you in the most polite way manner. So what do you propose? I propose you either shut up, get in line, pay your 35 pounds, or go home. It's real simple. True. True. Well, like you <laughs> yeah. said, you know, if it, it, it's 90% to the good both ways, and like I said, she was had a smile on her face the whole time. I mean, talked with people. She was so accessible and so genuine, as was Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Sean Hernandez, you know, myself, yeah. all the regulars that work for WAW, Ricky Knight, Soraya Knight. Wow. I mean, you know, it, it, they were there for their fans. Yeah. Like I said, like I said that, that's just something I, I love. That's something I love to hear. Yeah, I love yeah. to hear that. It means, I mean, it really means a lot. It really does. So, Mr. Hollywood, out of 2022, what would you say had to be, like, the biggest moment for you? Um, watching professional wrestling, or is I mean, there one? Well, I'm gonna say as far as like professional wrestling, I mean, like um, I really um, as far as moments, uh, I really idolize um, after Hollywood Hulk Hogan. You mean? Um, I mean, really Hogan. He's really, I mean, like I, said, I mean, I have a lot of favorites. You mean, but Hollywood Hogan is probably one of my favorites. You mean because you know, I I, cr- I created a character, you know, by the name of Mister Hollywood. Which I got from sure. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. You mean? Because sure. the fact oh, I get is, it. the thing is, if it, if I'm really, I'm really indebted to Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, because when you look at Hulk Hogan, I mean, it was one thing with the Hulkamania. You mean, I like that too. But when he changed to Hollywood Hulk Hogan, I mean, that really, really got my attention. I mean, and really to the point where I was so inspired, um, him changing to Hollywood Hulk Hogan, you know. He inspired me to create my own character in his image. I mean, because um, the character yeah. I created, Mr. Mr. Hollywood, is in his image. You know. Yeah, I, I got to I mean, tell you, um, I worked the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach a couple of years ago, and when you walk into that building, there's still that NWO vibe in there because that's where the NWO was born. Was wow. at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, and that you. Wow. There's still that NWO vibe in there. You walked out, you know, the ring was set up, and you walked out at ringside, and, yeah, you could still feel that vibe. Wow. And, and, I, and I tell you, you know, even like now, you look at my, like, my Facebook page, Instagram, TikTok, I'm, everything I'm using is Hollywood Hogan, Scott Hall. Like, I'll say, like, like fans, like, hey, Chico, hey, Chico. You mean, I use that. I use Scott Hall's line, you know, in my videos. I'll, I'll hope well, I'm going to tell well, you what something, you're Scott do? Hall. Scott Hall is revered as a god in England. Wow. At WAW, they speak they speak of Scott Hall in very, very um, respectful and reserved manners. 
Scott Hall went out there and worked a couple of their fight mares, and he was just phenomenal. And so they, wow. there's nothing uh, that anyone bad – there's nothing anybody can say that's bad about Scott Hall. I mean, he was just – yeah. He was a, a special kind of talent, but you know the one thing I, I the one thing for me and Stroke chime in on this, but seeing the two retro matches, seeing Flair's I guess not so last match because he still wants to work, and seeing Steamboat coming out of retirement, what were those matches? I, I, how, what was your take on those matches? Oh, oh, those uh, well. Uh, well, you had um, well. First off, you, you had the tag match with Flair um, with, with the team with Andrade, with uh, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, who ironically now in one of the top teams now in AEW. <laughs> but, right. Uh, Isn't that uh, interesting? It, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. And with uh, Flair, I, I, I just uh, for I mean, for what it's worth, just to do just to climb in the ring and just do what little he did. I mean, if it was it wasn't the flair that we've grown accustomed to over the years, but just to do what he did was just amazing. I mean, the man has a pacemaker. He he he, he wow. wasn't long out of a coma. And he, yeah, uh, I mean, he came back uh, from from full renal failure. I mean, he had right. complete body shutdown. Wow, I didn't know that. And which was amazing. Then you had Steamboat, which is a part of a six-man tag. And from what I saw of that match, I mean, it's it's, it's amazing what little did he did. I mean, and, and the uh, <laughs> and the black, you know, wow. he, he was on, he would climb under the top rope, celebrating the fans. I'm like, I mean, at his age, I mean, it, it's just incredible. He, he, and the one thing phenomenal. I noticed about the one thing I noticed about Steamboat at 68 years old. And he's still got the deepest arm drag of anybody in the business. Wow. Yes. There's nobody that can match his arm drag. Nobody. Wow. Yeah, he's one of my favorite, too. Steamboat, even Flair. I know it's a silly question, but I don't... I would hope that that Hogan would be physically well enough to make a, a one last match appearance, but I'm not putting my money on it. I don't think so. I think with his hips and his knees and his back, it's not going to be possible. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's I mean, right. And Steve Austin. Yeah, he's Steve Austin just passed here with Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a show in Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Look at Angle. Uh, that, that last yeah. appearance he had at Raw. Yeah, that was I saw and that. he just had I double knee surgery. <laughs> and he still looks wow. fantastic. Yeah, right? Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of good moments. I mean, you know, they're still teasing the idea of The Rock versus Roman Reigns. I don't know if that's going to happen. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that should happen. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, I was, heck yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, if 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 they're having it in L.A. this year, I mean, being near Hollywood and all that, I mean, it, it would it would be huge to have Rock there, but like you said, I, I'm not sure if that's going to be the case or not. But I mean, you got that with a caveat with Cody Rhodes making his return, right? Possibly getting that nod if the Rock doesn't. So, I mean, either way, it's going to be right. an exciting WrestleMania this year. Yeah, you know, and 
it, this is going to be the, the first, 2023 will be the first full year under the new creative team, under the new regime at WWE. I mean, with Triple H and Stephanie being in charge now and Vince kind of just staying out in the corner overseeing things, this could be the first year that they really you really see that, that Triple H imprint on WWE. We saw it on NXT for years, but now you're going to see it on the main roster, you know, being the first full year. I think it's going to be really, really interesting. Yeah, I think, oh, I yeah. think so. I definitely think so. And I mean, but with you know, you never know with the right, the right timing and everything, and with the right person to bring the ring with. Uh, you know, who knows we could see a Hogan return somehow, way, shape, or form. Yeah, you could. I mean, I'm thinking that you might, it, it, you might be able to see something like that and say a Royal Rumble. As a late entry, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. Yeah, you know, guys, we're it. we're talking about these retirement matches. I was got I've been fortunate enough, at least on film, to see four of them now. I mean, I saw uh, Luthez wrestle against uh, what the hell did he wrestle? Ricky Chosen out in Japan when he was seventy three. Wow, and uh, they have filmed. There's footage on YouTube of Dory Funk Jr. working a six man at almost eighty. Eighty. And now right. you had Flair and Steamboat. I mean, you know, yeah, they've slowed down, but I mean, come on. When you're when I'm seventy three years old, I want to see a little move around. <laughs> and I mean, look at Sting. What he's been doing as of late, I mean, for his age. Oh, I mean, he's still wrestling. Uh, Sting is timeless. Yeah. Wow. Sting doesn't age. That's, that's amazing. I believe it. Hey, he's, still, he's still wrestling. Yeah, my right? wife just told me that the only work that I'm going to be doing at 73 years old is sitting on a rocking chair watching the watching the tide roll out in front of our beach house. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm in the middle of nowhere. But you got me on a rocking chair already, huh? Uh-huh. There's Amy Joe's running last of 2022. Say hi to the boys. Hey. Hello, hello from Mr. Hollywood. Hello from Mr. Hollywood. All right, Retro, you guys got your last Amy running for 2022. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank well, you, speak, thank you. Speaking of the last matches, I, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Nakamura is in Japan right now getting ready to wrestle the great Muda in his. I think one of his final matches. Yeah, well, that's crazy. God, what a what a phenomenal wrestler the great Muda is. I mean, at his age, uh, still amazing, still working at, at a at a rate similar to what he did thirty years ago in the nineties. I mean, when we talk about, um, I mean, I talk about his match with Hogan in ninety three in Japan mm-hmm. uh, for I, IWGP, and that match is going to be thirty years. This coming March, I think it is. No. That's crazy. Thirty years. It seemed like it was thirty years wow. ago. Wow, that's crazy. You know, I, you know, I, I still think one of the best WCW feuds of the time was with him and Sting. I mean, those guys. Oh, yeah, no question. Great no, no, and no doubt about oh, it. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Hogan and Sting. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, in, in the U.S. and across, you know, across the globe, <clears throat> they had some great matches. Exactly. And, and you know the, the one thing I, I've always noticed about Muda 
is that um, Muda was uh, uh, the type of package where he did all his talking in the ring. He didn't have to say mm-hmm. two words because he had that genius with him. He had Gary Hart with him to do all his talking oh, for him. Oh, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, he sounds like one of these like combinations ever. Him and Gary yeah, Hart. I mean, we're talking about. We were talking earlier about how some of these kids are tired when they walk into a locker room. You know, some there's a few kids out there. I'm not going to name names because uh, they'll take it the wrong way. But there's a few kids out there nationwide on the independents that are just they're great wrestlers. They're horrible on the microphone. Oh, put them with a you know put them with a good mouthpiece. Oh yeah. And you've got that same magic, but, you know, they're too self-centered and stupid to understand it. I know a lot of them. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but, I mean, they get, uh, they get too full of themselves. It's like, oh, I don't I don't need a manager. Great. Go out there and look stupid. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Muda, he was also part of the NWO for Paul, him and uh, Chono, Masahiro Chono. Yeah, Masachono. That was the guy that wrestled uh, Luke Fez, was Masachono. Fez had trained him. Mm-hmm. Fez yeah. broke him into the business. Yes. Yeah, and uh, originally, honestly, a tidbit, originally the NWO originally originated in Japan. Yes, I didn't know that. They had a group called, and then, then when Hogan did his deal with Hall and Nash, you know, it carried over to the States, then it became an international thing. NWO is pretty much worldwide, you know. Yeah, same thing with the Bullet Club and the OC, the Bullet Club started in Japan. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Then, tra- then transferred here, and then as everybody got signed by the WWE, they became the OC. But, yeah, the Bullet Club started in Japan. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, to me, that's then, one thing we don't see anymore on AEW or WWE. We have not seen that dominant faction. And I, no. I don't know if we're going to. But, I mean, we haven't – in 2022, I think the one thing that's been missing – is a dominant faction. We haven't no, seen it. Because the, the 2022 was the era of, look at me, look at me, I'm special. Yeah, I just, I wonder where that's going to come from. Is it something that's going to be organic or manufactured or going to come from overseas and brought back to the States or what? Mm-hmm. But we haven't seen that type of faction in, um, what, I want to say, the, dare say the last 20 years. Evolution was probably the mm-hmm. last thing close to that type of faction. Right. Oh yeah. You know, speaking well, of evolution, with, with, what do you guys I, think of that trying that with the bloodline, but you know, they're trying to yeah. Uh, but you, but you you just know that the bloodline is not going to be uh that dominant for so long because you know there's so much happening with you know Sami Zayn thing and everything else. And no disrespect True. against Sami, but I said it before and I'll say it again. He doesn't fit. That bloodline should be all family. They don't need comic relief in that in that faction. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But let's see what happens with the bloodline. But I mean, there's yeah. like there, there's a, they're as close as in, anybody, I guess, being you know, somewhat of a dominant, you know, facts like we're discussing. I mean, yeah. No, absolutely. In terms of in terms of holding all the championships, yeah, I believe that. I I still think wow. Judgment Day hurt themselves when they kicked Edge out. That just pretty much did it for them. Wow. I was there. I was at um I was at Hell in the Cell when they did that and it mm-hmm. just it didn't fit. It didn't look right. Wow. Yeah. 
And they haven't been the same since. I mean, again, no disrespect, but I am not a fan of Dominic Mysterio. I think the kid is way overrated. Wow. You know, I, I don't see I don't see what all the fuss is about, other than the fact that he's Ray's kid. I just don't see it. Wow. You know, they just signed uh, Dragon Lee from Mexico to... Uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And he's already you know, and saying he's going to try to be the next Rey Mysterio. <laughs> so we'll see well, they're going to bring him into the right brand. They're going to bring him into NXT first. Right. But I think that's going to be good for him because it's going to allow him a lot more, uh, a lot more freedom to to work different styles and to show what he can do. Right. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm about to call it a night, but um, I just want to say I enjoy um, talking to Officer Maestro and um, other people on the line. Um, I'm going to have to call it a night. got to make a day in the morning, but I want to say I enjoy talking to you guys, and I love you all. I love you, mm-hmm. Maestro. I love you, um, all my brothers. On love, the line. You, brother. I love you, brother. Thank you for calling in. Happy 2023, bro. Yeah, hope hope we'll be here in 2023 on WCW Retro. Absolutely. I love you guys. Oh, I will. Absolutely. I'm going to live to be 100. You know why? It'll prove my theory. <laughs> my theory is ambition, the reason why there's people on this earth that are over 90 is because uh, God does not want heels. So he leaves them down there <laughs> until they're good and marinated to come back up to heaven. So the way I'm going, I should be about 105 before they take me. You said 105. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love you. I love your ambition, brother. I love your ambition. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, y'all have a good night. Love you guys. All right. Take care, bro. Love you too, bro. You too. You too. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Happy New Year. You too. You too, maestro. Love you guys. Love you, bro. All right. Peace. Love you too, bro. <laughs> That was the style with everyone. Oh, God. Stuart, what did you think of oh, the Flair yeah. documentary? Oh, the uh, Becoming Ric Flair? Yeah. Uh, that, I thought that was tremendous. Oh, my God. I was, it was the best one yet done by him, I think. I mean, my my humble opinion. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I think, the, I think what was presented was done very well, and I, I think the um, – the takeaway for me was the duality of Ric Flair and Richard Flair. Right. And how kind of different those two are. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a backstory. Man, th- there's some yeah. great things in that one that, you know, I-, I didn't even know about. Yeah. I mean, thank God for Vern Gagne. Without Vern yeah. Gagne, we would have had rambling Ricky Rhodes. Really? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> well, think about it. I mean, if he had his way, and he went down that road as a carbon copy clone of Dusty, you don't. Do you mm-hmm. have the Horseman? Do you have uh, sixteen reigns as world champion? I mean, it's the yeah. whole the whole landscape changes. Right. You know, and, and I, what a story! I the fact that, that he used um, to be six foot two before the airplane yeah, crash. Yeah, yeah, with a compressed mind. There's, you know, there was some. Yeah. Uh, Hogan once said that he lost about an inch himself, 
by doing leg drops for so many for his finisher for so many nights in a row that his spine got compressed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I can yeah, see I that happening. That. Yeah. I can see that happening. But yeah, no, the Flair documentary that definitely kept my attention for the what, two hours that it was that it was running. I mean right. it was uh Yeah. I think that was I think that was very well done. I think the documentary on Vince McMahon was well done. Oh yeah, uh, the tales from the tales from the. I mean, was, it's been a long time before that I can honestly say that I would stop everything and say, "Oh, I got to tune in. The show is on." Right. Really first time in a long time I actually watched something and read yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so the the territories were were good. I mean, I enjoyed watching. And those. you know, hats off, hats off to the Rock for producing it. You know what I mean? For making yeah. it happen. Yeah, and the guys from Vice. That you know they they kept that same little bit of edge that was in the dark side series mm-hmm. without focusing on the negative. I think the, right. I think the one of the one of the parts that was kind of uh, unattractive about the dark side series was the negativity. I mean, granted, you're you're watching right. the cautionary tales of professional wrestling, but that's not all mm-hmm. of what wrestling was about back then. So I think the territory show. Uh, showing exactly what happened in the territories, the you know the good times, the bad times, the fun times, the ribs. I thought that was very, uh, very well presented. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, to see Bret Hart and Abdullah Butcher cry about the passing of Stu, man, that got me. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, and, and to see Stampede, yeah, to see Ken Patera go into full grandpa mode and. Pretty much browbeat Jim Brunzel. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, love, I love kids so much. <laughs> oh, I mean, from the times that we that we all hang out at C, from the times we all hung out at CAC, just to hear him say, "Shut up, Jimmy." I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's in grandpa mode." <laughs> he's awesome. Oh, Jim's great. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, and you you can't get an, I mean, you you can't get enough of the stories that. Brunzel and, and Ganya were telling. Same thing with Medusa, you know, breaking in in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the mid '80s. Uh, in fact, one of the first, one of the best shows that I've ever seen at a, presented by AWA and NWA was the first Super Clash at Comiskey Park, and mm-hmm. she was about a year and a half away from debuting when that show happened. I think she debuted yeah. in '87. That show was in '85. But we got to see mm-hmm. Sherry Martel's rise at that show because. Cherry uh, Martel defeated Candy Devine at that show for the um, AWA Women's Title, and no one knew who Sherry yeah, Martel right, was yeah. back then. But we got an education that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, Sherry was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 22. Like I said, you know, I used to back in the 80s when they used to have when WWF did their wrestling superstars and wrestling classic shows. They would always spend one Mm -hmm. show doing the retro of the year. And, uh, you know, well, like we said, there's a, there's a lot more wrestling right now. I mean, there's good stuff happening all over the place with NWA, with AEW, with WWE. Uh, But one of the things that I'm noticing is on the independent level, you're starting to see the territories happen again. Uh, right. Dave Marquez is doing that with his United Wrestling Network in, uh, in the mm-hmm. Championship Wrestling Series. He's starting to really branch out all over the country, and I think that's great. 
I, I think uh, yeah. wrestling needs more of that. Same thing with AML out in North Carolina. Same mm-hmm. thing with pro wrestling mid-south, with Gulf State wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're you're now, seeing that you're seeing that territory and, uh, feel come back again. Right. You got Texas style wrestling here uh, outside of Dallas, man, doing their thing. Yeah. Rodney Mack yeah. running jazz. Yeah, and uh, Jack Logan still doing his thing down in Amarillo, you know, keeping the funk soul right. territory alive. That's right. With top of Texas, I mean, I think that's good. Illinois. Forget it. You got forty-two. You got forty-two different promotions here, and they all got their own little fiefdoms. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! You turn around every other weekend. There's a new promotion popping up. But hey, whatever. Wow. As long as they're drawn, as long as they're giving people their money's worth, God bless. That's it. That's it. You know, I was fortunate enough to be featured on um, GP Productions podcast a couple of weeks ago, and it dropped this past Monday. And so I'm hoping for 23. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to increase my European bookings, and I'm hoping to travel a little bit more around the states. I mean, I've got uh, I've got a, a budding faction brewing down in uh, down in Tennessee at Pro Wrestling Mid South. They railroaded yeah. me and suspended me for 90 days, but that's okay. I like working uh, Memphis in May. The weather's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. And there's, is it, you know, Tennessee's another one that's starting to have different promotions come yeah. up. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I think all that is good. I think all that is good as long as as everybody is is interacting in a professional manner. I don't see anything wrong with that. But uh, yeah, right. So what's been what? So for twenty three, what do you got planned, Stro? What's uh, what's on the horizon for Stro in twenty three? Ah, uh, that's uh, the million dollar question here. Honestly, um, well, uh, you know, I, I've been doing commentary for various promotions. Uh, you know, I'm I'm still wrestling every now and then, and the acting, television, and film. Um, just uh, doing all, doing all kinds of things these days. So, but, but uh, sky's the limit, basically. So I'm just well, that's seeing awesome. what happens. You know, wherever where I travel, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I make my debut in Cleveland in January on the 28th, barring any more blizzards. So awesome. As long awesome. as the weather holds up, I'll be in Cleveland in January. Oh, and cool, like cool. I said, still looking, still looking to go back down to Tennessee. Still looking to go back down to uh, New Orleans. I love, I love nice. working in New Orleans. Great fan base down there, and um, yeah, you know, hopefully getting yeah, back out area. to Europe. Like I said on the on the TP nice. podcast, I would, I would love to work Ireland, uh, Germany, Italy, mm-hmm. France, other places in England as well as Wales. But you know. My UK home is gonna is always gonna be WAW, so right. Hopefully, I'll be That's appearing awesome. out there uh, in the near future as well. But so um, you know, a lot of people, a, a lot the, of people. Cle- I'm sorry. So as, as uh, for the uh, the Cleveland event, who, who's that going to be for? You'll be debuting with. Uh, that's gonna going be to be for a promotion called Rapid Wrestling, and they're a newer Rapid promotion, Rest- but they're they're yeah, but they're run well. And so okay. um, I'll be out there for them on the 28th. And uh, they've got, a, they, from what I understand, they got a lot of good things happening. So, 
and that's going to be that's, that's awesome. going to be Cleveland. They're also going to be branching out later on that year into Akron and other places in Ohio. So this is my this isn't my Ohio debut. I worked uh, Van Worth. I worked for Bruiser Junior. Oh God, about mm-hmm. what about six years ago in Van Wert, and I was lucky enough mm-hmm. to manage Sean Casey, and we had a good time nice. down there. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, no, we had, we had a very good time down there, causing all kinds of trouble. But um, I, you know, I, I, I I heard the other day that the the Colorado Alley Club this year is going to be in August. I don't yeah, know if you've heard it's going to be 112 thing. degrees. Lovely. Oh my God! That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, dress dress lightly <laughs> for anyone that's going to oh, be going kidding. to the stage. Stay in the casino because you're not going anywhere else. <laughs> Dear Lord. But we had, you know, swimming trunks. The Tower Wildlife Club. I, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about them because we've we've had we've had some great memories down there. I mean, between working the Casino Royale show that Billy Blade put on with all great. of his tireless efforts, I mean, those shows were great. I mean, that Battle Royal is a who's who of of people in mm-hmm. the business. You know, I'm still uh, right. getting over the after effects of of. Uh, Having Dorothy leap from the top rope onto me. I don't know why she was so upset. Oh gosh! I'm giving the fans what for. Mm-hmm. The next thing I turn around and I see Dorothy flying off the top rope, and I'm like, really? Oh my god! Are they still going to have the wrestling events? There at CAC I don't know if they're going to have it. They didn't have it. They didn't have it at CEC this last year. There was an event. I know mm-hmm. Tim Bodie helped put on an event on Fremont Street. Um, okay. On the same night, so I don't know what they're doing in terms of having the show. But you know what people don't understand is how important that memorabilia room and interacting with the with the old guard is uh, to anybody that's in professional yeah. wrestling. Stories you hear, as long as you keep your mind and your eyes open and your mouth shut, you know. Your mind, eyes, and ears open, mouth shut. The things you'll learn just from just from talking to and and listening to these guys that have been there before. I mean, uh, oh yeah. When I was like again, I, I keep it's going to start sounding like a broken record, but when I was in England, I was fortunate enough to meet uh, English uh, legends like uh, Steve Quintain and Tony St. Clair and Jason Cross. I mean, you know, Tony St. Clair, his first. First words out of his mouth was his memories of his Japan tour in '76 with Dory and Terry Funk, and working for uh, mm-hmm. Giant Baba. So again, right. you know, there's a lot of people that this out of the stories. Guy, when I started work, when I worked Indiana about five six years ago, uh, Nacho Barrera was a regular in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's watched AWA knows who Nacho Barrera is. He's probably the finest carpenter that they ever had. I mean, in terms of building a house and, and just showcasing, the guys worked everybody from El Santo to Hogan and everybody in between, you know. And oh, wow. when I found out he was at the show, I, I kind of got a little, you know, fanboy stupid and said, oh, I got to meet him. And the the two kids that I was managing going, well, who's that? That guy? I'm like, yeah, you don't know who that guy is? Well, we've seen him at the shows. I said, you haven't bothered to talk to him? No. Yeah, you two are stupid. I'll go talk to him. <laughs> Wow, I think that I think you know, and it's not a criticism, 
but it's an observation. I think what's missing nowadays when they start talking about, you know, um, things that are right and wrong with pro wrestling, I think what's missing, connection to those that came before us. I mean, you right. know, you look at the guys that were there in the in the 70s and 80s, they treated the guys that were there in the 50s and 60s with a great reverence that we just don't see right now. No, absolutely. You know, we, we see people absolutely. that are just trying to reinvent the wheel, and yeah. it's not going to work. But that's their choice if no. they want to listen or not. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, but I think I think well, twenty three is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm hoping they break the fourth wall. To be yeah. honest, I'm hoping that they. <laughs> I, what kind of interpromotional match would it be to see uh, Charlotte Flair just take Jade Cargo apart? Oh gosh, that would be a dream match in itself. You know they were they were um, tweeting about that match, and that would be that would be an interesting right. clash of styles. That would. Yeah, yes, it would. Um, and you know, never say never. It could very well happen. <laughs> you know, not so. Oh, absolutely. Future, I mean, the way things are going. Yeah, I mean, we, like we said, you know, you go back to the seventies and eighties. They've always, they've always had cross promotional shows and, uh, you know, Super Bowls of wrestling and that sort of thing. I, I think it's good for. I think it's good for our sport that uh, people aren't pigeonholed into one league over another. Oh, that, that that's true. And, and speaking of, you know, we got the Royal Rumble coming up. You know, we may may could have a few surprise entrants. You know, not yeah. necessarily from WWE involved. No, I mean, I, I thought it was uh, I, I thought it was interesting at the Women's Rumble uh, that you had Mickey James as an entrant holding the TNA belt and being introduced as the yeah. TNA as the Impact Champion. That's right. So I thought that was I thought that was cool. But you know, oh, yeah. that's that's me. I'm always a little bit weird about the the nostalgia and the history of right, right. of what our sport, you know, was and is. I think I, I think it's again part of the allure of Japan, or at least it used to be, mm-hmm. is that you'd have the mm-hmm. Americans touring out there and you just you got to see matchups that you didn't normally see. That's true. That's I mean, so you true. didn't see an Abdullah the Butcher versus Kamala in the States. It just didn't happen. Mm-mm. It happened in Japan. That's right. Yeah. Like uh, just just the possibilities alone would be tremendous. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I, like really? I said, I'm just wondering. Uh, I'm wondering what the what 2023's retirement match show is going to be, because you know now it's a thing. You know it's going to happen when somebody's going to come out and say, "Yeah, I want one last match. I want this. I want that." All right. So it was. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see who it is that's gonna that's gonna make that walk one more time. Yeah, that's definitely one to look out for. If um, if uh, do you have anything you like to pl- plug? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug. Today's my dad's 80th birthday. He's now an official octogenarian. All so right. I wish uh, a happy birthday to my father. And uh, as far as, you know, plugging things for 2022 and 2023, I always want to plug mm-hmm. the BOC Nation, plug your show. I'm always happy to do your show anytime you want me. 
Um, I know that can be a little bit long-winded oh, always, at times, according well. to my wife, but you know, uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm always uh, always up for talking wrestling on on WCW Retro. And uh, as far as uh, other plugs, yeah, just you know, follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, you'll keep uh, you'll keep on top of what I'm doing because I am a shameless self promoter and you'll you'll keep on top of what I'm doing in uh in pro wrestling and you know like I said um we're talking about going back out to CAC uh this coming August but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. I am uh the booking agent for Zach Zodiac for his US tour in July. Zach's going to be mm-hmm. here from the middle of July to the end of July. And so we got a lot of good okay. things uh planned for him and a lot of you know still a lot of open dates too that we like to fill. But uh, that's going to be an interesting that's going to be an interesting tour because it's my humble opinion that Zach's going to be the breakout for 2023. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be it's finally going to be the year that people across the business, you know, on both ends of the pond, are going to recognize him for the talent that he is. Mm-hmm. But that, definitely looking out you for, see a, for sure. You never know. You could see a brother sister team in AEW. You could see Zach and Soraya. Yeah. I mean, you know, Imagine they've that. been wrestling. They've been wrestling together and against each other since they were kids. Yeah. Oh wow! Wouldn't that you be know? something? How interesting would that be? Oh, be. But yeah, those are those are my plugs and my shout outs for uh, for the end of the year. And like I said, you know, want to wish everybody a happy and prosperous New Year. Stay healthy. Get rich. Spend money. Enjoy yourself. You can't take it with you. <laughs> That's true. Well, thank you, Jazz brother. Always a pleasure. You're always welcome anytime. And uh, and just to reiterate what Jazz says, I wish every each and every one of you a happy 2023. And we'll see you in 2023 next week on WWE Retro. Yes, happy sir. New Year, everybody. All right. Happy New Year. Take care. Mm-hmm.